0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know the phone was over here. Well, praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. Happy spring. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is spring. Yes, it is. Springtime. And, uh, I, you know, one of the things I miss right now, not being able to drive out as I used to and sometimes early morning going out to my son. And coming back mid-morning, you know, you see the trees and now the leaves are coming out, the flowers coming out. I miss that. I really do. But thank the Lord for what I had when I had it. This is why enjoy what you have now. Enjoy. But anyway, want to thank you again. This is Sunday morning and our Sunday morning worship service. And we have our other members here. We want to thank God for them. You're going to have different people doing things this morning. Then we're going to have the word. It says the, the topic of the word is rid yourself of worry and anxieties. Wow. There are many people this morning who woke up and uh, perhaps they wish they hadn't. Because why? The worries of the cares of life are holding them down. This is what we're going to talk about and what Jesus said, what we can do about it, what Peter said, what the Word says. And this, again, let me tell you, we are, we are Faith Restoration Ministries. Our aim is to restore lives, to help you through counseling. We have an online counseling ministry. If there are so many who have come, and God has helped them, not us. We are only instruments, channels through whom God works. And so for that reason, when they come, they get help. And I'll tell you this. I was at a conference a couple of years ago and I heard this, that Christian counseling has more results, not more, greater results than your secular counseling. You know why? We counsel the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. Not only that, a true Christian counselor as I am, I counsel with the power of the Holy Spirit and the word. So really, indeed, you're going to get deliverance, not from us. You come in faith, we pray in faith, and we believe with you. So if you have a need, don't forget, you can call us at 678- 964- 4096. You can leave a text, you can leave a voice message, or you can go to our website, send us an email, www frministry.org I want to announce also that we now have started back again our, um, the marriage corner the marriage corner many of you who have been um, with us for years and been listening to us you'll remember when we had the marriage corner We've been on a such a kind of recess for a little while I love to hear wait for the Holy Spirit you know there's time to tell you lay off that for a while and so, but we have just started again, and you can hear us, um, go to our website where you can hear our recent um, topic, the Marriage Corner, was the sacredness of marriage. Go to our website, click on the blog, or the very first page of www.frministry, you're going to find the link, the sacredness of marriage, and you can click on it and listen to that um, that, um seminar. There are many more coming up. We have different speakers. And by the way, the speaker on that, the main speaker on that, yes, a very young married lady. And we thank God for her and you'll be hearing a lot more from her as time goes by. And so if you want to be part of the seminars, you'd like to be part of the live broadcast, you only need to call us at 678- 964- You can come in and ask questions, and even then, right there, we'll pray for you. You know, listen, coming on the live broadcast is better for you because you're able to ask questions, okay? So finally, we're going to ask our Minister Daru, another person you've heard over the years. She's going to come and give us our opening prayer, followed by Sister Tash, who's going to be reading our morning word for this morning and um, then at the end you're going to hear our um, sister and she's going to do a closing prayer and whoever else comes in well we thank God for you go on now Sister Minister Daru. God bless you my sister
0: God bless everyone good morning our Father who art in heaven praise God hallowed be thy name Blessed is your name. Lord, we thank you this morning. Because we can come boldly into your presence. And we are blessed to know that you alone are God. We decree and declare it, for it is written that there is no other God. You are the one true God hallowed be your holy and blessed name this morning. Lord, we ask that everything that you do in heaven be done here on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. Thank you for feeding us, Father. Thank you for feeding Our spirit man. Thank you for feeding our soul. Thank you for feeding our body this morning. And Father, we ask for your forgiveness. Lord, we know, O God, that there are things that we do and say that are offenses to you and to you alone. But we ask you to create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit in us that we may not ever be an offense your holiness O God Lord forgive us as we forgive and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all that is evil for you are the kingdom, the glory and the power forever and ever and Lord we honor you this day we lift our hands in praise this morning and we say thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, almighty God. For you are holy and a righteous God. Oh, Lord, we know that you are high and lifted up. And, Lord, we honor you this morning with our hearts, with our minds, even with our voices. We give you praise, glory, and honor this morning. We thank you that you took us to our beds last night and you woke us up this morning. Your angels were around us, encamped about us, protecting us. And we thank you for these things this morning. For the prayer that we pray this morning, first and foremost, is a prayer of thanksgiving. And we love you, Lord. Teach us, O God, your way and direct our paths that we will know how to walk in your holiness and in your righteousness. Let us not be conformed to the ways of this wicked world, but deliver us from that evil, O God. Help us to be transformed and renewed in our minds. For We know that the enemy comes, first of all, to attack our minds. Help us not to receive from him this day, O God, but help us to keep our minds stayed on you. We bless the name of the Lord our God, for there is no other God, but the Lord God most high. I am that I am is his name. And Father, we thank you for all that will hear us this morning. We thank you for the words that will go out this morning. Let them be healing mobs this morning, oh God. And let someone hear and cry out to you. For we plant and we water, and we are expecting you, Lord, to bring on increase this day. Hallelujah, for it is a holy day. It is a Sabbath day. It is a day that you have made, and, Lord, we want to rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy that follows us all the days of our lives. And help us to dwell in your kingdom forever in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus we pray. Amen.
1: Praise God. Thank you so much for that prayer. We're gonna have our morning lesson. Uh good morning
2: everyone. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter six, verses twenty five to twenty nine. As well as Yes, Matthew chapter six. Verses, I mean, yeah, verses twenty-five through twenty-nine, as well as verses thirty-three to thirty-four. Go cool. on. Right. So it it starts off saying, "Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body." What ye shall put on it is not the life more than is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking some adds one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the people, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, all his glory was not of these. But he first came of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take start for the things of itself, Sufficiently sufficient unto the days is for
1: Thank you, thank you so much, thank you, thank you, my sister, and as I said, you'll be hearing a lot more from her, and all the speakers are those who are participating in this morning. Praise God, again, Father, I ask that you'll cover the word this morning, you speak through your channel. And I pray that for each one of us gathered here and those who will be hearing this word, it will be a means of blessing and eye-opener and it will cause them to cast their cares upon you and trust in you. Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you take over and speak yourself in Jesus' name. We begin, our topic this morning is rid yourself of worry ...and anxieties. And in Hebrews twelve one to 2 ...it says... ...wherefore seeing we also... ...are compassed about... ...with so great a cloud of witnesses... ...let us lay aside... ...every weight and the sin... ...which doth so... ...easily beset us... ...and let us run with patience... ...the race that is set before us... ...looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. First Peter 5 and 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. And Psalm 55, 22 says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. And finally, Luke 21 and verse 34 says, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. I want to ask you this morning, what really is troubling you? When you woke up this morning, what was the first thing which came into your mind? Can you change the situation? Do you know what to do? Is there someone who can help you? Do you have any plans concerning the outcome of this situation? Do you want to know someone who can help you? This begins with acknowledging him. He is Jesus, who can solve your problems, but you must cast them upon him. Listen to the message, Rid Yourself of Worry and Anxiety. I want to thank God this morning for another opportunity. Every time we come before the presence of the Lord, it's a great privilege. Believe me, you, it may not seem so, it may sound, oh, they come every, every Sunday morning and so forth. I remember um, a professor, I would have to say a professor, once said every time he goes before his students, it's as though he's shaking. He wants that little, that little bit of grit you know, that little something and he's been doing it for years but when I come whenever time, and I believe the rest of us here listening this morning we don't come as though we we know what to do, we're all set, yes, no we come because we're in the presence of the Lord and we have to show reverence we have to recognize he's the one to be glorified not us so it's a great privilege and I thank God for it. As we read there in Matthew where Jesus said to, transfer, to cast, don't worry about what's going on in your life. And this is what happens to us at times. We worry. We worry about the things we can change and worry about the ones we can't change. We worry about the ones that may, may happen. But The essence, you know, the real core of this message this morning is cast it all upon the Lord. I will tell you a little more about Shekinah Theological College in a little while. I don't think I even mentioned it yet. But I will, towards the end, and I will talk a little bit more about Shekinah Theological College. But how often do we get to the place where we are so overly concerned about the past, the present and the future. Let's look at each one. The past. You're saying to yourself, I should not have married that guy. I should not have married that, that lady. I should not have gone to that place. I should not have said that. I should not have done that. He should not have done that to me. They should not have done that to me. Why did they do it? The past is the past. You can't change it. And if you find yourself caught up, strangling, being strangled with the past, you know what is happening? You will not let go. Nothing is wrong with remembering what happened yesterday if it's going to help you today and for tomorrow. If the lessons you learned from yesterday are going to help you, that's all you need the lessons from yesterday, but sometimes the past, it, we think we've got over it. But guess what? There are two ways in which we can look at the past. One, it is a scar or it has a scab. If it has a scab on it, it has not been healed. And that's what he's saying here. Lay aside, in Hebrews 12, every weight and the sin, you see, when we are weighted down, especially things that happened to us in the past, even now, and they are affecting us here now in the present. You know what happens? We become anxious, irritable, we worry. You know what can happen to you? Become depressed. It holds you in a state of depression. Depression is, a, in a, it is an emotional stranglehold. And the past can hold you there a prisoner. Yes, a prisoner. But Jesus said he comes to set the captives free. That's why the, the writer says, lay aside those weights. Leave them aside. And then in Peter he says, in all your cares upon him. David said the same thing. He said, cast your burden on the Lord. He shall sustain you. You know what he's going to do when we cast the tax on him? Listen, if something happened this morning, oh, the Holy Spirit is here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless the Lord. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. I thank you. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father God, if there's someone right now who will be listening, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. And that person is worried about the past, has not been able to shake it. May that person know, God, when they cast it upon you, you will sustain them. All those who are listening and have things of the past, have scabs on past hurts, Lord. There's no scar, but the scab is there. And each time a little, a little rub, a little event occurs, it, it starts to bleed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I ask, Lord, you skin it this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Begin to clean it out right now, God. Clean out that person's heart. Clean up that person's mind. Heal the past, Lord Jesus. Sew it up. David said, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Show it up, Lord. Give them new hearts. Give them new thoughts that today they can enjoy today and look forward to tomorrow. And in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that there is deliverance for those persons who are still hurting over yesterday. And God, it's your will if you want to leave a scar. Otherwise, you can obliterate the whole thing. That there'd be no scar. But remove the scar, scar, Lord, and heal that person. Pouring out the heart before you. Tears rolling down and saying, Oh, God, I didn't know it hurt me so badly. So, Father, I thank you for helping those persons. Holy Ghost, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. We will continue. Praise the Lord. The past is the past. Then we look at the present. Here you are in the present. Maybe a man hurt you in the past. But here you have a very nice young man, a very nice husband, a very nice wife. And you can't even enjoy her. You're a man. You have your wife. You can't enjoy her because Susie, 10 years ago, took all your money and fled. She jilted you. And here is Susie. Here's another person. What's her name? I need a name for her now. Um, Here's Bev. She's married to a very nice man. Wonderful husband you have. He'll do anything for you. He'll give you. He'll reach up and get a handful of stars and give them to you. But you can't let go, Jack, who hurt you ten years ago, left you at the altar. Let him go. Cast it all on the Lord. But Sister Stewart, you don't know. Listen, hurt is hurt, sister. Whether it's the fact you were jilted, your husband went with your best friend, or whatever the case may be, let it go. It's time to bury it. It's time to say, Lord, I'm going to throw this thing on you. I'm throwing it on you today, Lord. I want you to take over. Because I don't want to carry this anymore. Every woman, when she's pregnant, will tell you, When you hear you're pregnant, you're happy. Man, I enjoyed my two pregnancies. Ah, It was joy. All nine months, it was like a ball. I had no sickness, no nothing. I enjoyed it all, believe you me. The next morning I woke up, I didn't have a a belly. I I felt as though I I felt some form of, you know, loss, (laughs) even though the baby was there, you know. But while you're in labor, no matter how much you are you're enjoying your pregnancy, the time has now come for deliver, delivery. You better deliver that child because that child says, I want to leave. And that thing you've been carrying all these years, want to get, you want to be birthed. I want to say to you, birth it today. You have a good husband. Here you are in the present. Forget yesterday. Birth that child. Birth that hurt. Cast it on the Lord. All those worries you've been walking out He said, every weight, and you're a Christian, and it's sin. Do you know it's worry to sin? Years ago, my I, was, I don't know what I was doing what I was talking or what it was. My son said, Mom, do you know it's a sin to worry? I was shocked. Oh, yes, I really was. But it's true. It's a sin to worry. So when he said, lay aside every weight, your past, you've been worried about, Concerned about, and all these anxieties, not able to sleep at night and all things are happening because that man cheated you. He took your best friend, or he walked away and left you with the children. I want to say to you this morning: your worry and your anxiety, throw it all on the Lord. As it is, It's so easy for you to talk. Mrs says, I remember a sister of mine who passed a couple of years ago. She used to say. <laughs> before you can sh- listen to my story, before you can share my glory. You see, I'm not telling you something that places I've not been, things have not been, whereby I've never been hurt. I know what hurt is. I don't know what it is to have a scab until the Lord said, you have a scab there. You still have something down there that needs to be rid of. And I remember the day I shared it yesterday morning on our prayer line, and I was rid of it. I could talk about it now without feeling anything. You know? So, what I'm saying here, give birth to that hurt. Give birth to that pain. I don't care what it was. Even if it was racial prejudice, give birth to it. If it was an institution that hurt you, give birth to it. Cast it on the Lord. It's time to let it go. David said again, cast in Psalm 55 and 22, cast thy burden upon the Lord. And he shall sustain you. You know what it means to sustain? Keep you going. Hold you up. Provide for you. Listen, even if you're not married, but Jack failed you or Mary failed you. God, if it's for you to be married... Sister, God has a Mr. Man out there for you. He has a Mr. Husband for you. He has a Mr. Boaz out there for you. Or he has a Sister, sister Ruth out there for you. Listen, just trust in the Lord. Wait upon him. But get rid... Listen, do you, see, do you expect God is going to bring a nice lady... Sir, sir, I'm speaking to a man now. A nice lady into your life. And you're still carrying that dead weight... Yeah, it's time to get rid of that dead fetus inside of you. Yes. Get rid of it. Give birth to it. And be rid of it. You don't want to walk around with it anymore. That's a dead baby you're walking around with. I don't care what the husband did. He's gone out your life. Thank you, Jesus. Okay? And if it's the Lord's will for you to start again, just say, Lord, here I am. But I believe it is time we need to start shedding those things, getting rid of those things. These are the things that hinder us. These are the things that prevent the blessings of God from flowing. We go and we sing, I love you, Lord, but we don't really love him because we are carrying a baby inside of us. A baby with the heart, with the scab on us. It's time that you say, Lord, remove this scab. It's going to cause pain. Yes. David said, search me, Lord. Know my heart. You know what it means? I was talking to someone yesterday. I said, you know what? We talk about cleanse me, O oh Lord. But no, we will need to start purging now. Ask the Lord to purge it out of you. Say, Lord, this thing is poisonous. It has been holding me back for years. Lord, I want to forgive that person, whatever it is. Ask the Lord to take it from you. Cast it on him. Throw it out on him. Can you imagine? You have this thing walking around with it, and someone says, get rid of it. Huh? Throw it on me. Let's say you have a debt, $10,000 debt. And someone says, I paid for you. Are you still going to hold on to that debt? Oh, I have this debt here. I'll pay it. Oh, girl, I've had this debt for so long. So, I will pay it. I'll write the check, and I'll pay it. I'll clear it for you. All you have to do is give them the debt. Give them the information. And she will clear it or he will clear it for you. But you sit there with it. And that's what many of you are doing with your past. When the Lord is saying, rid of it. Get rid of your worry. Get rid of your anxieties. I am here. I will help you. The future. Well, you know, you're listening to me. And the future. And you're saying, I don't know if I want to marry anyone else. I don't know. Jack was such a good man, but he cheated on me. Or Jack died. He died 20, 30 years ago. I don't think I'll find another man like Jack. Or my wife died many years ago. She's the best woman there's been. I don't think I'll ever find another woman. But you're lonely. You're lonely. But you're living in the past. You're living in the past. You're walking with things that you don't need to walk with. You need to cast it on the Lord. Say, so Lord, if it's your will for me to be married again, then you provide the person for me. The same you gave me a good one at the beginning, you'll give me another good one. I know I have a relative of mine living in London right now. was married twice, both husbands. I didn't know the second one because I had left London by then. And she married again. The man was just as good as her second one. Her first one, I should say. You don't know. Yes, you don't. So if you ask the Lord, Lord, please give me a good wife. Tell the Lord what you want. When I was getting getting my home, I told the Lord how much I wanted to pay, what it should look like, how many doors. Listen, I said, to the point, I said Lord, I don't want to live totally by myself. But I want to have my own door to enter. The Lord gave me that and more. Tell him. We're coming. When we come to the closing, there's a verse that I'll be using in Philippians. So let me move on. When we become overly concerned about the past, which we cannot change. In many of those events, we were hurt. We were wounded. And there are times when those wounds are not healed and they leave scabs. I talked a little bit about it a while ago. The scabs can easily peel if you are injured again, causing the old wound to open up. You know what Jesus is saying to us? Luke Luke 21, 34. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness. And here's the other part where we're getting at. Tears of this life. You may not drink <laughs> or for President Trump said. He's never taken a drink in his life because drink, um it was drink that killed his brother. But it don't have to be drink saints. There are people who say I've never taken drugs. It don't have to be drugs. But Here, the cares of this life, you become overcharged, weighted down, weighted down with tears, and these are the things that cause us to become anxious, worrisome, and oh, I don't know, I don't know. Yes, it is true, you don't know. But go to the one who knows everything. The all-knowing God, the omniscient God, oh, hallelujah, oh, hallelujah. You may be saying and but I can't do it well, go to the one who's omnipresent, omnip- uh, omniscient. Uh, what's the other word? Uh, uh, omnip- omnipotent. That's the word I'm looking for. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All powerful. You don't have the strength, but he has the strength. He'll give you grace as he gave to Paul. He said, Paul, I'm not removing this thorn. And I'm paraphrasing. But I'm going to give you grace. Hallelujah. To strengthen you. It may be you don't need to go back into marriage. It may be you don't need to go back to that job. It may be you don't need to go back to that apartment. Whatever the case may be, you may not have to go back into that relationship. But God will give you grace to strengthen you. We cannot make it without grace. We cannot have those healings. When those scabs, oh hallelujah, when the Lord peeled back the scab and began to wash that wound, glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you this morning, God. We praise you. Glory, hallelujah. When he begins to wash that wound, it's going to hurt. Hallelujah. When he pours the alcohol, the fire of his love upon it, it's going to burn. Are you ready? Are you ready for the cleansing? Are you ready for the purification? Oh, my brothers, my sisters, we have all been hurt. Oh, yes. Many times over. Many times over and you're still going to be hurt again. But you need to get rid of the last one. You need to get rid of five years ago. You need to get rid of 10 years ago. You need to get rid of 15 years ago. We need to get rid of those things. And the Lord is saying, cast thy burden upon him. He will sustain you. It said, don't be overcharged. Be anxious. Be worrisome. Be 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 in that place where you morning, noon and night, that's all you think about. Your past. That's another thing people worry about. My past. Every time you come, my past. Who listen? If you had cast your your past on the Lord, when you come, you're gonna shout for victory. We sang the song this morning, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness. What a peace is mine Leaning on the everlasting arms. What are you leaning on this morning? The next drink? The next fix? The next piece of um, organic entertainment? And you know what I mean. I don't need to go into, into details. Is that, what you're is that what you're leaning on? Are you leaning on the everlasting arms this morning? You're a child of God. Why are you in that mess? Why have you sunk so low? Going to that, back to the beggarly elements of the world. The things you left, why are you going back to it? Cast it on the Lord. Let me say here I'm not here to condemn you. Keep that in mind. Okay? I'm here to help you, to say to you, don't walk with those things anymore. Don't walk around with that burden anymore. Cast it on the Lord. Say, Lord, and I'm not going to tell you exactly what to say. I'm not one of those going to tell you, oh, you've got to repeat the sinner's prayer. No, oh, no. If you wanted $10,000 to borrow and you went to the bank tomorrow morning, you don't need someone to go and tell, you, tell the, the manager what you want. You're going to say, Mr. Manager, such and such and such, and I need $10,000. It's a yes or a no. Okay, so you tell the Lord, Lord, this thing has been nagging me for years. There's some of you saying things have happened to you. Um, John, 20 years ago, did such and such such to me, and I'll never forgive him. I'll never forgive, and i Or here's another one, and this is this is really a something from the uh, from the devil. I'll forgive, but I won't forget. You have not forgiven yet. You forgive and let it go. When you said I'll forgive, but not forget. You're still holding the torch. <laughs> yeah. You know what you've done? You've buried a hatchet, but the handle is still sticking out. You need to you know what I used to say? You need don't send it unless you can send it deep enough to cover it, lay it down horizontally and cover it. Okay? So cast your care on the Lord. Let him take off the scap. Let God do a surgery on your heart today. Let him create in you a clean heart. And when he creates a clean heart, he's going to take out the old, hard, hurt, whatever heart. That is really very deciduous. You, know, it start, you touch it and it starts to fall apart. It's, it, it's become so rotted, you know, on the inside with hatred of malice. You see, the thing that's called um, the spirit of unforgiveness, these are the things that it it eats you out on the inside. That is why unforgiveness is such a lethal weapon the enemy uses because it affects you physically and and spiritually and emotionally. Spiritually, people just get separated because, listen, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. So you're separated from God. Physically, people have been known to die. Yes. People have been known to have heart problems. I'm a witness. I remember a counseling that I had many years ago. I remember when you said, Sister Stuart, I want to talk with you. I can remember. And I remember when I talked with her, the Lord had me to counsel her and show the scriptures what unforgiveness does to you. And you're out there today. Maybe you need counseling. You need to call us at 678 964 I want to be rid of this thing. I've been carrying it for a long time. I need help. And finally, I would like us to turn to Philippians chapter 4. And we are going to read this morning a very well-known passage in Philippians. Philippians 4. Andy, this is what it says. And we start at verse 6. Be careful for nothing, or in other words, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, when we talk about um, being ready, the question now is, Are you ready for the change? Okay? Cast your cares upon him. Are you ready to meet a new day? Are you ready for the change? And this is what Philippians 4 is saying. Be anxious for nothing. It gives us three points here. Prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Prayer. You must pray the prayer of faith. Hebrews 11 and verse 6 tells us, and I think let me read it for you because um, so often we, I like to to read the word to make sure. Verse 6 says, but without faith it is impossible to please God for he that comes to God must First, believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must believe in God. If you don't believe in God, how are you going to pray in faith? You can't. If you don't believe God is going to hear you, you're not praying in faith. If you don't believe and expect that something God is going to answer you, you're not praying in faith. You're just going through the air, just going through the motion. In teaching, they call it rote. That's all you're doing. Rote. But faith, when you come to God in prayer, you must come with faith, come with confidence, come with expectation, and be ready for healing, deliverance, and restoration. The prayer of faith will save the sick. And if you have committed any sin, you will be forgiven. James 5, beginning at verse 16. The other word is supplication. What is supplication? Fervent, fervent, intense plea, passionate plea. It's as though your life depends on it. You have a need. Come on now. You have a need and you're going to press. I remember years ago, I lived up north and I had the paper to sign, that I had to go out immediately. And when I, get off, I got off the job at um, a certain hour, and I knew the bank was closed by then. But I got to the door. They had just shut the door and I banged on it. I said, please, please let me in. I have something to sign. I need to get a notary. I said, but we're closed. I said, please beg you. She opened. That's the kind of prayer God wants. Come on now. You're earnest. It's an earnest prayer. You're desperate. Your life depends on it. Gotta, gotta get rid of this. You know, when a woman is giving birth, you, you, I remember doing midwifery, and you'll say, oh, my nurse, I can't push anymore. You say, come on now, come on, come on, push. Make that last one, and she'll go down, and she'll hold you, and she, whatever she's holding, and she'll give that last push. Ah. That's what this prayer is like. Supplication. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, my life depends on it. Lord, I need you now. I need an answer, Lord. I can't carry this anymore. I need deliverance, Lord. I need healing, Lord. That's what supplication is. Intercessory prayer. Desperate. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, somebody right now, oh God, somebody's on the mainline, Lord, crying out, saying, Lord, deliver. My God, may you pass by that individual right now. May you touch that person, heal that individual, Lord. That, that person knows. You know about it. And you've taken their burden. Someone said, Jesus lift my burden. I could no longer bear. Jesus took my burden in answer to my prayer. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My anxious fears subsided and my spirit was made strong. Jesus took my burden and he left me with a song. You know what that song is? A song of thanksgiving. A song of praise. A song of adoration. A song that says, God, I Thank you. This is why I said at the end, with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Know that God cares for you. Know that he loves you. He said, cast your cares on me. Glory to God. And when you pray, pray earnestly. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. If you've got to take a half a day this week from work. So you could have some privacy at home. No one else is there but you. And you cry out to God. Say, God, I need a breakthrough. I need it, Lord. I need it. Take some time and put, turn down your plate. God, I need to get rid of this worrisome thing. Rid yourself. Rid yourself of worry and anxiety. We have a great physician, Jesus Christ. Who knows how to do surgery. Hallelujah. He knows how to clean out the heart. Glory to God. He knows how to renew a right spirit. Give you a new heart. That's what we're talking about this morning. You said, oh, you could talk. You don't know what I've been going through. I don't want to know. Tell the Lord. That's the one. I can't handle The most I could do is pray. But you are in a better place. If you really need an answer, you really need deliverance, you talk to him yourself. Find some place. If you've got to go in your car and holler hard, say, God, I need help now. He will answer you. When you get that relief, a peace, remember what he says here, and the peace that Philippians 4 and 7 when you, when you release yourself, glory to God. When you feel the relief, when you know that God has uprooted everything, listen. Say, God, when you take this thing from me, take the roots. Glory, hallelujah. Take the roots, Lord. Don't leave no root in me. I want everything to go burn. God, if you need burning and burn. Send the fire of heaven and burn it. A peace will fill your soul that you never knew. The first in your life you're getting to sleep. You know, for a while, I've had some problems sleeping. And by the way, Mike Lindell, I'm giving you a run today. I bought two of his pillows. And I'm sleeping better. Yes, my pillow. I bought two. I'm sleeping better. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, that was a free. He doesn't need my my um, my input. But anyway, I just wanted to know when you were free from anxiety, free from worry. Remember the nights I turned, I turned there, turned, I turned there. Can't sleep. But then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to do something about this. And the Lord, surely indeed, He led me to that, and I followed, and it worked. Thank the Lord. Now peace, when you have that peace in you, you start to praise. Thanksgiving is not just saying thank you, you know. You start to praise. You begin to offer up the sacrifice of praise. Listen, you have not seen it yet. That's the thing about it. You have not seen the deliverance yet, but you believe. Amen? This is why I said you must believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder. You have not seen it yet, but you believe. Glory to God. So this morning, if you were there and you need to be free, someone said, would you be free from your burden of sin? There is power in the blood. There's wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Today, if you want to be free of your anxieties, you want to be free of your fears, you want to be free of your worries, your concerns. You want that scab to be taken off so you don't have to be worried about it anymore. You know, you can tell someone that has a scab on hurt. Oh, no, I, I don't want to talk to many. I, I don't want no husband anymore. I don't want no wife anymore because down the down five years ago, I had a girl, and she did this to me. Oh, I had a boy I was so uh, so in love with him. You're still carrying a scar, sister. Not scar, you're carrying a scab. Brother, you still have that scab. And it's time to get rid of it. Whether you want to get married or not, it doesn't matter. Whether you want to go back to whatever the situation it is, whether you want to talk to this person again or not, it doesn't matter. You are the one carrying the scab. You are the one of the wound. You are the one of the sore. And the Lord is saying this morning, lay aside every weight and the sin, the weight of worry and anxiety, and when you add them together, equals sin, S-I-N. You've not heard that word before because the church you go to, they don't use that word. Well, when you come to faith restoration, you're going to hear that word a lot. Because you know what? Sin separates us from God. Adam sin, yes, that's why we hate one another so much. That's why there's so much prejudice in the world. Sin, S-I-N, and your past, if he's not preaching about it, if he's not telling you that if it's the soul that shall die, then you need to leave, either, it's up to you if you want to leave that church, but you need to start searching God, talking to God yourself. Because sin, when I was growing up, there used to be a song, sin will stop you at the door, you cannot enter. People talk about, they get to the pearly gate and Peter, they got to answer to Peter. Who says you're going to meet Peter at the pearly gate? You know what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7? I never knew you. He didn't say Peter going to say that. He said, I'm going to say to you, you're going to come to me, the Lord, I did this and I did that. Said, I don't, who are you? Who, who are you? I don't know you. It's not Peter you're going to meet at the pearly gate. I can assure you Go to Matthew 7, and, 10 and verse 23. So right now, if you have a prayer need, we're going to pray for you. We have other sisters here. I won't be the one praying, but she's going to come and she's going to pray for you. But before she does, I'm going to let you know, Shekinah um, Theological College is an online Christian college teaching Christian men and women the Bible. This college, it transforms the Word because we teach the Word The same way we preach the word from the King James Bible. We teach from the word. If it's counseling, ministry, or conflict resolution, it is from the word. It is from what the word says. This is why we answer. Our theme for Shekinah Theological College is what does the word say? That's what we do. What does the word say? So. If you if you have been called by God, or you just want to study the word, we have a very popular, very popular, and in fact, it is compulsory for all our programs, <laughs> study of the word. Study of the word. And we want you to know, this is where we study the word. We do not use a title theological or say Christian just out of, um, you know, to make it sounds good this is what we do there are many colleges like that until you get there you realize it's not pure christian well here at chicano theological college it is pure christian we're not attached to government nothing of the sort our students we help our students we're not here with deep pockets for students to come and fill it with their dollars We're here for them to learn the word so when they go out into the world, they can preach to others. So if you've been called, go to www.frministry.org. You want to hear more about the college, call us at 678-964-4096. With your questions, you can even text us. Listen, this is a place to come. God has called you. This is where you come to study the word. So may God bless you. Come my sister, would you like to close in prayer and pray for those and this morning who are carrying burdens, carrying weights, or anxious or who worried. Whoever is out there this morning, would you please come now?
3: Father in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the word that was shared this morning. Thank you, O oh God, for reminding us the importance of unburdening ourselves to you. You said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. You said, we are to take. You said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You said, you will give us rest unto our souls. And so, Father God, there are so many out there who are heavy-burdened, who have so much hurt that they've been carrying year after year. Let them, Lord, to unburden themselves on you, knowing that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Lord, remind them who you are, Lord Jesus, that you're a burden bearer, that you are a loving, caring, and a merciful God, that no matter what we do, you're willing and just to forgive us of our sins as long as we come to you with a repentant heart. Many people ask for forgiveness just because they know it's required to ask for forgiveness. or they don't really want to be forgiven. But help us, Father God, to unburden ourselves, to be willing to make a change, to do the right thing, to let go of malice, hatred, past hurts, and disappointments. It's easy to go around harboring these things. A lot of times we're not even aware that we are walking around with hurts. But this morning, God, we ask that you empty us all. Those who are listening, don't be afraid. God is standing close with arms wide open. He's knocking on our heart's door. He's saying, here I am. Call me. Come to me with your problems and your cares. I want to forgive you of your sins. I want to love on you. He's right there. And so this morning, God, we thank you again for reminding us of who you are, for reminding us that we walk around with things that we're not supposed to be walking around with, and that you're here, waiting on us to unburden ourselves not to you, oh Jesus, not to our friends, not to our spouses, but to you, O oh God. And we thank you, God, for this opportunity. We thank you, God, for who you are—a friend we stick closer than a brother someone we can run to in the time of trouble, no matter where we are. That is the blessed hope we have. That is the assurance we have, knowing that we can run to you in the time of trouble. We can call upon you and rest assured that you have heard our prayers and will answer. We thank you for that privilege, O God. In the middle of the night, we can still call you. We're on the job. We can call you. We're driving on the road. We can call you, and we can assure that you have heard our prayers. We thank you this morning, God. We thank you, Father, that you hear and you answer prayer. We thank you, God, that you are merciful, loving, and caring. We thank you for that, oh God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for that, oh God. When times I look back over at my life, I don't know where I would be if I did not have Jesus in my life. And the same graces and mercy that you have extended to me, oh God, You're willing and just extended to anyone who's willing to receive you and accept you as personal Lord and Savior of their lives. And so this morning, God, we thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you, God, for the word that was shared, for the encouraging word that was shared to help us to look into ourselves, to examine ourselves. To see what we need to let go of. And Lord, we pray that you have your way today. Have your way, oh God, in our lives, God. Have your way, Jesus. And we give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name I pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Praise God, praise God. You know, as I listen to that prayer, I hope that those who listened, whatever your care is, you'll pay attention to that prayer. Listen to that prayer. Listen to the words of admonitions today. Don't carry around that thing anymore. It's time to let it go. It's time to let the past be the past. It's time, it, it's going to hurt. Yes. As the Lord lifts that, that cab off you, it's going to hurt. It's going to start bleeding. But right now, it's better for you because you know what it's going to do? It's going to clean it up and it's going to purge anything that's inside of it. It's going to purge it out. It's going to give you a new heart. And it's going to, in that heart, is a place a right spirit. Psalm 51 and 10. So today, we thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to reach us call us at six seven eight nine six four four zero nine six We'll pray for you. We'll counsel you if you have a need. May God bless you. You can reach us again at four rather www.frministry.org. want to wish you a wonderful week. We also pray God's blessings upon you and remember you have a soul. And this is the place that you make right with God. Purgatory, there's no such place as purgatory. You have to make it right here. They're lying to you. That's a deception from the pit of hell. No such place. They've been lying to you all these hundreds of years. It's a lie. You have to make right right here. So, again, if you need help, you need counseling, faith restoration ministries, or Shekinah Theological College, w.frministry.org. And our aim is to restore lives by the power of the Holy Spirit and to answer what does the Word say. So the Word of God. May God bless you. Until we meet again, God bless you.